From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplug Roundtable Discussion for January 19th, 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Teresa Eccles, Kathy Whirling, Walter Eccles, Kevin Close, and John Magi, Max the Intern, back in the peanut gallery. And in this segment, we are going to hear from Teresa Eccles, who asked some of our listeners a while back to send in their suggestions and what they do to help save money for their Disney World vacation. So what did you get from our listeners? That is the laziest segment ever. <laughs> I know, I just saw a bunch of emails. But Tell fascinating, me. fascinating. I think you should sit in the dog bed. <laughs> hey. Live dog at a Rondack chair. Y'all done now? <laughs> Perhaps I digress. Go ahead. Really? Your birthday's over. It is not. Okay, anyway. It was in November I asked this, and I would love people to continue sending me your ideas because this is just a fascinating way to... Phone in your segment. Yeah. It's just interesting the way that... Stop. Now, come on. Okay. A lot of research went into this, huh? It did. It did. I had to organize the emails as they come in and... Print them print out. Print them out. <laughs> Read them right before the show. Actually, no, I did You not. must be exhausted. I read them during the show. Um John ate the last peanut. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first one comes from Mona Lee. Two names like Mary Beth, but it's Mona Lee. It's cool. She said that on here. Um, she's always been a coupon clipper. So whenever she goes to the grocery store, the money that she saves using coupons, she goes home and takes that amount of money and puts it in a jar, a money jar. So like if she goes to the coupon and if she saves $3 by using coupons for shampoo, salsa, whatever, she takes $3 and puts it in her container. And a lot of times when you do that on your yeah. grocery receipt, it'll it tell you, you this is how much you yeah, save. Yeah, I was there the other day and you know I saved $21 and some odd cents. But well, if you were motivated, I know there's a lot of ways you can you can use coupons to save money. I, yeah. I'm not one who does so that. So did you but, go home and do something with the $21 you saved? No, but this is a great idea to do this. So anyway, whenever then she's ready to go to the parks, um, she takes all that money and changes it into a Disney gift card. That way, she said it's like magic money. They only can spend it at Disney World. Um, she usually gets a couple hundred dollars this way, and they go two times a year. This That's is what good. they use for snacks, counter service, um, little souvenirs, all things like that. Oh, that's a cool idea. That's a great that's a idea. Because really uh, a lot of people have their money, their change jars where they put the change in, you know. And honestly, if you think about it, if you're really aggressive with using you coupons money, yeah. and you can save $20 a week, and let's say you do that every week, it's $1,000 over yeah. the course of a year. And that that is great for offsetting it, yeah. things like snacks. And and not just coupons, because I know Publix, when you go to Publix, you know, if you buy one, get one free, they add that into money you've saved. Right. So, you know, at the bottom of your receipt. Some weeks you can save, you know, lots, lots of money. You really can. Okay, and this one comes from Kelly DeSalva. Another one she sent in here. That's two names too, right? Uh huh. Okay, it is. <laughs> That's Tinker Kell one two three on the boards. The one thing that she does to save money for their Walt Disney and Disney Cruise Line trips is they both her and her husband claim single status on their. Let's see, maybe. Husband claims single filing status and no exemptions on their paychecks. At tax time, we claim married status with our kids since we work. The work holds all the money and they get a bunch of money back when tax time comes. Wow. 
this is sort of a forced savings and we don't miss the money out of our check. But wow, I never even massive thought of refund. that. And they get a huge refund at the end There's of the year. There's actually quite a few people who do that. They, yeah. They mm-hmm. use their refund as a savings account. Isn't that cool? I, I don't agree with that. I use my refund to catch up on all the bills I oh, could look, pay you know, throughout the year. If it works for you. Right, I mean, the, you. Whole, the whole idea is to give right. people, you know, to let people hear what other people do. And, you know, especially something like that. Now, that could pay for a vacation. Yeah. That could pay mm-hmm. for your trip. It certainly could, yeah. So. And again, if you're not seeing the money, if you're not, if you're one of those people like me who, you know, putting money into a savings account is pointless because I'm just going to pull it out and spend it I on something. I can move it right back to check and, yeah. Um, it is. It's a forced savings. So that's that's a cool idea. I'm sure we're going to have an accountant email us well, and I, flip out. Know, my two cents is you're giving the government your money, and they're now using your money and earning. I'd rather you take it and put it aside and earn interest on it. But yeah, but, but some people, people that's hard that. to do. You're right. People are not that disciplined to do it. I understand. I'm just my two cents. Just saying. It's the same thing with paying off your vacation. People love to pay off their vacation in advance. I think it's not smart. Cause yeah, because you could get 1% in the bank. Mm-hmm. That's 1% more than Disney. Why give it to Disney when I can have it? Okay, Sunshine, what else you got? Dang, really? <laughs> this one was interesting. This comes from Amy, one name. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, Like Cher. She says, we live in a rent-controlled apartment, don't have kids, cook six nights a week, Use Netflix as our primary source of movies rather than going to the movies. Have potluck dinner parties. Don't own cars. <laughs> Are they Amish? <laughs> no. And they live in New York City. They're, in yeah. New York, you can not yeah. have a car, yeah. And she shops on eBay and Overstock.com and Google Shopping for stuff that they need. Now, she also says no. she knows that not having kids is not an option for many people. But because of the way they live, this lets them come to, you know. I don't claim my kids. And I, I go to Disney without my kids all the time. Okay, I thought that was kind of cool. And then... Come on, Joan Crawford, move ahead. <laughs> this comes from James It's not you, I'm mad at it. And i got to read his email because I think he's such a funny guy. Hey there, it's me, still trapped in my cubicle at work. Remember this guy that's always in his cubicle? I never get tired of saying that. It's Jim Possible, 87, is on the boards. I'm sitting here enjoying your segment about saving and laughing because I completely agree with you that I don't know how people afford it every year. I guess a lot of people are rich. I'm definitely not one of them, but I am single without children, so I suppose it's easier for me than most people. My biggest thing with savings for my trip is I don't buy lunch or breakfast at work. I sit here every day looking at all the delicious food everybody gets. Yesterday was Chinese. But they all order out for lunch every day. I eat my tuna sandwich from home. I do not allow myself I do allow myself a morning cup of coffee on the way to but I stop buying bagels and such and make oatmeal when I get here. It's sad, but that's my biggest skimp for saving food. I try to spend as little as possible food shopping every week. I always say I'd rather starve than not go to Florida, and sometimes I do. I did lose 60 pounds this year. Now people tell me I'm skinny. That's a big way to cut. If you cut out, eating out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which? Uh, oh, Lord, I could buy a house. If you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think of all the f- times... Well, it's also a lot healthier, and you will end up eating a lot less food. So if you want to lose weight, well, it's like last night. I was out running errands. I didn't want to cook. I pulled into McDonald's, wasted twenty five bucks to buy dinner for the family. Yeah, but when you work in a cubicle, that's like a big part of your day. Deciding what you're going to have for lunch. Yeah, it was like the break you got was. Well, he starts around nine (laughs) thirty. 
He's enjoy. He gets to smell the Chinese. He just you know, has I, to eat his tuna. I think that there's levels of what people are willing to do and, and what they're willing to sacrifice. Apparently, he's willing to be Eponine from Les Mis. I don't know. I think it's... <laughs> I'm not a day without a Les Mis. <laughs> I love the Les Mis references. <laughs> All right. Eponine. We watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Do any of you watch it? I love it. And there's the guy whose mother left him in a phone booth and then she died. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And John's like, isn't that the story from Lee Mills? <laughs> did, did she have one big song and then die? <laughs> I know, this is only funny to us. I'm sorry, guys. However, it was really funny to us. So smile. It was fun. <laughs> That's one of those things that just Walter, Kathy, and Teresa have that oh, just, <laughs> We're putting up with you look on their face In our minds we're hearing crickets <laughs> so, <laughs> Tell us what other no, things I'm people cool. give up Teresa so they can go to Disney Okay um, Denise, she has several things that they do throughout the year they Is live- that two names? No, that's one name. <laughs> Denise <laughs> She's from Kansas um, They live in affordable housing They might be able to afford a bigger house But they stay in there, live in a house that's approximately 100000 k less than what a typical family of ours enjoys on our annual income. We can afford it, afford the upkeep, afford the utilities, and have plenty of space for our family. They drive affordable cars. They don't have big, luxurious cars, even though they might be able to afford it. They don't overspend. Um, they don't try keeping up with the Joneses, is what she calls it, what we all call it. And just because you can afford... The, and she says her sister... Um, I think she said it was her sister lives more luxuriously throughout the year well they t- they keep it you know within means throughout the year so they can't afford to go somewhere and, and splurge on that one or two week vacation which you know if you don't live large all year it's another way to but don't you think most of these people when they're doing this it's not like they're suffering they're no. they're just delaying their enjoyment right. or i think it, it's where you set your priorities right. mm-hmm their splurge is Disney as opposed to maybe a new car every couple right. of years or a bigger house. I mean, I think it's just fascinating. And then there was one more I wanted to read to you. I love your budget segment. As a matter of fact, it's one of my favorites. I had to put that in there. We have been fortunate enough to make it to Disney World from Canada every year since 2005 and thought I'd share our tips with you and the listeners if you see fit. To save on flights, we only use one credit card for all of our purchases, Alaska Airlines, which rewards rewards us with two to three free flights a year, including one $90 companion fare. We are a family of three, so one adult and our 12-year-old son always travel for free. That alone saves us a bundle from Seattle to Orlando, and of course, we always pay our credit card off every month, so we never carry a balance. To save on hotels, we decided to stay off property last year and got an 850-square-foot, one-bedroom suite at the Hilton Grand Vacations Club for only one twenty-five per night. We obviously love loyalty programs, so this rewarded us with four free nights from Hilton Honors. And may I add that I share Pete's sentiment and hope Disney is listening because they lost us at Hotel Guests after four years of not offering a loyalty program. For the price we pay, we could have made, maybe stayed at the Pop or All-Stars cramped in a small room for one month, which could not have been too comfortable, to say the least. She saves money on food, um, they don't eat out for lunch at fast food places and go out to dinner only once a week with a $30 limit. That's, I guess, 10 bucks a person, right? Um, as for park tickets, we saved up and splurged on annual passes this year so we could overlap two trips and only have to pay for tickets once, which is very economical. 
They also find discounts online such as restaurants.com, entertainment.com, and visitflorida.com. When we rent a car, we never pay for insurance because we get the coverage through our own automobile insurance provider or credit card company. And they get points for using their credit card for that, too. So mm-hmm. this person's obviously into the loyalty programs that are out there. So yeah, now I've become, I, 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 I've become a Sky Miles junkie. Mm-hmm. You ex- um, did you explain what we did over the holidays? No, I didn't, I, but I will. Um, He'll have to now. See, Crazy. I, you know what? No, I mean, we, we, we some people at Delta were telling me people do this all the time. Crazy people. I was literally six miles short of medallion status on Delta. And I thought it was, you know, 12 months from when you enrolled that you had to come up with 25,000 miles to get medallion status. But it's not. It's 12. It's a calendar year. So on like December 28th, I realized that I'm six miles short and that I have until December 31st to fly that six miles. Otherwise, I have to wait another year to get medallion status. So you flew to a Coey? We flew to Atlanta. Atlanta. We flew to Atlanta, turned around and came back. I did that once on U.S. Airways. I put a turkey in the oven the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I put a turkey in the oven. I flew to New York. I got off the plane. I walked through the terminal, got back on the plane, and came back in the time that my turkey was done yeah. to get my miles. 20 minutes a pound or one round trip flight <laughs> yes. to New York City. And I, I stayed, you know, That's actually on the Butterball Hotline. And, well, but, you know, what I've, what I've been finding, though, what I've been finding, you know, and I'm sure this is the case with other loyalty programs. I, I'm just, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm doing Delta right now. Uh, which I, I I have to I'm afraid to say it out loud because I know by saying this my next flight's going to suck. They have been great. Delta was always awesome. For we I know. See, they weren't. There time. was a, for a very long time you couldn't pay me to step on a Delta back, flight. Back years ago when we first started coming to Disney, I didn't like Delta, and then years later, I got to tell Delta you, Delta is great their, every time whether, we fly. Whether it's dealing with their gate agents, their flight attendants, or the their people on the agents? phone, gate. Agents. Oh, <laughs> I, I think your version was just a given. <laughs> or, or the people on the you know on, on the phone. They've been great to deal with. They've been really good. But what I've been finding is that um, you know obviously you know the miles you fly are what counts towards your medallion status. But uh, you can earn you know so many other ways to earn miles to get either upgrades or or tickets. Now I've actually flown. Uh, this in in 2010, I flew 25,996 miles, um, but I have 54,000 sky miles um, because I've you know uh, I, I made a purchase through 1 uh, 800 Flowers, and I put in my Delta information. And I got points for that, and I got a uh, Delta Sky Miles check card through SunTrust. I opened an account with SunTrust. I'm getting 15,000 miles for that. That hasn't even shown up yet. Um, uh, what else is here? Uh, uh, I, I bought something through Sky Mile Shopping, and I got points for that. And um, uh, staying at Hilton, Hilton has a double dip program with Delta. You get Hilton Honors points, and you also get uh, Delta Sky Miles uh, points. Um, so what does gold and, medallion get you? So what well, is- silver medallion is what I've got, and, and it's 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 all you know. You, you get. See, I'm not doing it for free flights. I'm doing it for the upgrades into first mm-hmm. class. It's a lot easier to get upgraded into first class. Um, 
Walter got Silver Medallion before I did because he took a flight up to see his family in North Carolina. So when we booked the flight to Atlanta to get my miles, uh, we used his account. We used his Sky Miles number because he's Medallion, and we got bumped. We flew first class uh, both ways. And a lot of airports have like a, a red carpet that when they start boarding if you're a medallion member you can sort of like bypass that oh, yeah. Lord. to get on the plane and another thing with the you don't pay for your first bag um when you're a medallion member you get uh um you know you get complimentary upgrades for yourself and a guest uh so when we're flying out to uh los angeles i'm hoping that my mom gets upgraded or that we all get upgraded but my mom's not a medallion member but if she's flying on my reservation uh, she could get upgraded that way. If you way. talk sweetly at the counter, it's amazing how they can upgrade that person to first class because I've mm. been there, done that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Give us an example of talking sweetly. Yeah, what's it like? <laughs> Just, usually what I do is I, I send Katie up to the counter and she goes, I, you know, I'd really like to sit with my mom up in first class. And it's worked every time. She, wow. pulls, she pulls the Puss in Boots from Shrek with the yeah, big eyes. eyes. But I mean, I that is macchiato on the cruise. It is a great way, though. I mean, you know, if, if you're if, if if you're inclined to do it, if you can build up those miles. Now, right now, with fifty four thousand miles, uh, I could get two round trip tickets to uh, Atlanta. Well, to anywhere in the continental U.S. It's twenty five thousand miles. Um. So I could get, you know, two round-trip tickets in the continental U.S. And the other thing to keep in mind, too, with your miles is now pretty much every program, your miles expire in a certain amount of time, like 18 months after your last flight or whatever. Again, you could go into, like, Sky Miles and just buy, like, something cheap, and that will activate your miles and and it will keep it going. Yeah, so you could go buy something for $20. My problem with loyalty programs is I forget. Yeah, I, I do too. Forget, like I leave the store and I forget I had a loyalty yeah. card. I leave the and a lot of companies, a lot of companies have loyalty programs now, and it might be just the simplest little thing that'll bring the client back or bring the the shopper back or whatever. I finally started to use my Best Buy rewards, and I've got a couple hundred dollars in Best Buy rewards. Yeah, so it's like, duh. Oh yeah, see, that's another that's another good one. If you do a lot of shopping at Best Buy, yeah. that's a theirs is good. Well, but, Amazon's got one. Um, Barnes and Noble have a loyalty program. I mean, there's a lot of the grocery store. A lot of grocery stores have. So, what do you think Disney should do for a loyalty program? What, how would that mm. manifest itself? I think there should be uh, points, depending on what resort you're staying at, what time of year you're staying, and things like that. I mean, there's a lot of ways they could do it. But what do you think the reward should be? Free nights. Yeah. Free nights. How about, about the people cl- who stay DVC? Well, that's different. You're buying a timeshare. That's, you know, that's different. How about the cruise line? With Is it by the number of cruises you have? Or well, I mean, how the many cruise nights? line does have a loyalty program with Castaway Club. Yeah. Well, but what I'm saying is that is it like you've taken 10 three-day cruises or you've taken two Panama Canal yeah, cruises? Yeah, Disney, it doesn't matter the length of the cruise. It's the number of cruises you've yeah. taken. I think they should do a dollar figure. I think they should add up all the money you've ever spent. And that becomes a dollar per point, and then they, you you chart you cash that in for stuff, cash it in. That for would be good. A pass, you cash it in for a room night. Things yeah, like that. Disney and that, money, and whatever. Would, and you can include your DVC purchase in that. Yeah, that's money that goes. I've uh, I've always felt that you know they should they should do something along those lines, but you know I 
I, I honestly, up until Delta Sky Miles, I never, and this is only recent, this is only in the last six, seven months that I've been really doing this. Um, and I've become a junkie. I'm looking for every opportunity I can to rack up as many miles as I can. I just never thought I'd be that person. And that's but, the, but people take that same mentality and apply it towards couponing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. Absolutely. The, you know, the websites where you go in and you take those surveys. I tried to keep that up for a while to earn the points. Yeah, that I can't yeah, do. Oh my, it was so time consuming. And yeah. I ended up like, Every morning I get my balance. I get an email. Yeah, 52 cents. I'm like, my gosh, I worked for three days for that 52 cents. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, but people are do, really doing it. Before I, we forget to move on, um, that last email came from Gabriella in Surrey, British Columbia. I wonder. I never told Have you me. looked at your airfare for London Parish yet? Not yet. I haven't gotten that far. I did get my, uh, my airfare for Alaska, for the Alaska cruise. Um, but uh, no, I haven't gotten gotten that far for london paris we're, we're keeping an eye on it it's kind it's of crazy high. it's about thirteen hundred dollars mm. all right i have one more email i want to read okay is that okay um this is from anita one and she is disney dame 27 on the boards i was listening to the podcast recently and heard you ask for ideas for saving to get to disney i got a little teary-eyed because we had to cancel our last trip this year because of money issues my son is working at disney in the college program and we wanted to get to see him but finances just would not allow us to go in january as planned but i have a set to start date for january and will be implementing my plan to get myself and my husband there for the children's miracle classic in the fall and see my oldest who will still be living and working in florida the first savings that we have going for us is that we are dvc members so the hotel is paid for each month with payments to dvc we made two to three trips before coming members after 9 11 we had been given an incredible offer we couldn't turn down i will be renting my points that will expire soon and that will give us a head start for next trip that being said i thought that would give you ideas on how to use I have used them in the past. It's nothing really elaborate, but it truly helped us get there for the last 11 years, and I plan and I will use starting the first of the year to help us get there in the fall. One thing that was very helpful is using an automatic deduction from our payroll each week. My husband has a credit union at work, and the deduction is pre-taxed, so we save two times. I figured out how we will need how much we will need so that pulled have that amount pulled out each week. Once this goal has been set, I start watching my spending. I will not give I will not kid you, it works. We have a family of four with two teenage boys in the last 10 years. Grocery shopping and gas were our biggest expenses. Then came eating out. It makes it easier to lose 10 to 15 pounds before my Disney trips with this plan as well. Hmm. I planned meals every week and did my grocery shopping accordingly. Junk food became minimal. I discovered something doing this. If it wasn't there, we didn't eat it. Hmm. That's the truth. Yeah. There were some weeks where I cut 50 to $60 per week. That money left over went to the Disney fund. Going out was kept to once a month treat. As our trip got closer to the tri- as our time got closer to the trip, we didn't eat out at all. We wanted to do a special dinner at Narcusi's instead and would put that money towards the trip. We saved change too. When the kids were younger, they used to change for arcades. Now my husband uses it for golf fees. Once we had decided to go and have booked our hotel, all the money goes to the trip. Birthday money, overtime money, anything extra is put away. It becomes a common goal that we all work for, something that we had in common and enjoyed sharing and working for. That's cool in itself because you got the whole family putting mm-hmm. their little tidbits of money into the common fund instead of just the parents right. working yeah. for that trip. And it gets everybody involved. I like that aspect. Everybody of this. becomes mm-hmm. invested in it. Yeah. Everybody's, you know, it's, I think that's a cool, that's a really cool thing. 
And the whole DVC thing, I don't really understand the whole concept of that. But you do. You have month. It's like a monthly payment, right? Well, if you finance it, you have to pay off. It's like a mortgage. Like a mortgage. It's like a mortgage. If you're paid off, then that that mortgage goes away. But there's also uh, maintenance fees that you pay every year, and that's usually a monthly. And it depends on how many points. The maintenance yeah. fees are determined by how many points you buy. So it's like a buy. monthly bill, just like any other bill. Yeah. I pay the power bill. I pay DVC. Right. So it's not a big chunk. DVC can also be taken out automatically. I was going to mention something that she kind of, or he kind of took. She, she kind of Anita. Was, um, most people may not know this, but if you do a direct deposit through your employer, they can break up your direct deposit and put it into multiple accounts, any amount you want. Kevin and I did this for our new house. We said, okay, let's play house for months. Let's take the amount of money that we're going to spend on our new mortgage and insurance and taxes and take that out of our paycheck every time. And let's see how much of a struggle that is. It was really kind of a way to see, can we afford it? And now we've got a savings account that's got money in it because we've been saving for months and months and that's months. That's interesting. That's a good it's a great you, idea. And you do that with... You do that. I do it because I do the payroll because for our, our company, but anybody who uses a payroll service can My banker it. had suggested that to me when I opened up a new account at Chase, and I said, well, my Chase bank is right next to my Bank of America bank, and you know Chase is trying to get my money. I said, well, I just kind of opened this up, one, because you were giving away the 125 if I opened up the account, and I just kind of wanted to you know, give, spread my little bit of money around. And then she said, well, you can take your check if you have direct deposit. And yep. she explained that to me. I said, oh, I'll have to talk to John about that. So I forgot about that. Create a savings account separate savings account, mm-hmm. either with your current bank or with a credit union or something else, and have a portion taken out, it becomes less painful. I've got to be honest it. with you. It, it, it First of all, the adjustment is different. Mm-hmm. You have less discretionary income. and But after a while, it becomes your paycheck. And you don't forget that the money's going into something else. Mm-hmm. But if you have a goal, and we did, we wanted to see could we afford a mortgage. Yeah. I did it for um, – now my direct deposit that I get from the company goes to my bank, you know, my Bank of America. But any other little checks I might get, commission, birthday, whatever, go to Chase. And that's the money I've been using if the kids need something. You know, like if someone needs a pair of shoes or something, that's what I'm trying to keep that account for is just the extra things that wouldn't normally be household bills right. or groceries or whatever. So that's kind of – you know, I can see how – I can tell the kids, no, there's not money this month for – you know, those jeggings that you want or whatever Grace might want. And because she's usually the one that the tasking. that's asking for stuff. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of neat to have that, but that is a cool idea to split it and up. It could and, be any amount. You can do any amount you want and have it just put into a little savings account. And then it's and the money's of, still yours. So it's right? the good news is it's working. Cause yeah. you do, if the money's ha- not there, it's just like if the food's not there, if the food's not there, you're not going to eat it. But if the money's not there, you're not going to eat it. So we don't to Wendy's. At 3 o'clock in the morning if the food's not there. I, so, yeah. I can the kind of get that. I mean, if I go out there and there's no something I want, okay, I'm going to whip it together. We were talking about fast food before, and we've been trying to stop doing that. But you know what I found? That there are some things for me to go out and buy the stuff to make us eat a salad, a good salad. I can go to Wendy's and buy a really nice salad for the two of us for lunch, and it's less expensive it than going expensive. out and buying the, the raw ingredients. Right. But the time and the gas. I mean, you, you want to factor oh, yeah. all that in, Wendy's but still. Two seconds away. Right. It's, right. it's the same distance to well, eat. I, and I know, some, I know some people take exception to these, these discount segments because we're not telling you this deal is here or this deal is there. Um, I really like this aspect 
of discount. I mean, <clears throat> we can sit here and rattle off right. all the specials. We have them on the site. I mean, we have the specials on the site. That's a little dramatic. It's Disney's, boring. It is. Whatever, I mean, it's exciting. Whatever Disney's offering, whatever the off-property hotels are offering. Um, the idea here is, especially in an economy like this, how do we, uh, how do we save money? How do we uh, earn money? Earmark that money. To help offset the cost of the vacation. This is assuming that this is important to you. Now, for some people, going to Disney World isn't important. I'm assuming that's not the case with anybody listening to this show. But that's the whole idea behind this. Um, because and w- as I'm hearing these ideas and I'm hearing everybody talk, that story you guys just told about what you did to prep getting ready for your house, um, not only is that allowing you – obviously, you're not doing that to save for a Disney vacation per se, but um, not only is that allowing you to save money, but it's also helping you improve your quality of life. When you talk about uh, people changing, you know, uh, eating a healthier diet, uh, eating at home more instead of eating out, um, working as a family, working as a family, yeah. these are all these are That's all improvement. Right these are all self improvement uh, type things as well. So you have this double this double benefit. Not only are you putting money aside for a family vacation to Disney World, but you're also doing something that benefits you in other ways. And that's what I'm. That's what I like about this segment, is that it, it kind of focuses on that stuff, on that different stuff that we don't always talk about, that you don't always hear about. My God, the boards are loaded. I have with you know discount codes and this, that, and the other thing, and, and the other that's great. People know those way before we ever do a podcast. Right. The second a code comes out, it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to give you that much new stuff. I have a, 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 just a quick story to tell you that's similar similar to this. Uh, there's a person on eBay who I've purchased a bunch of Disney stuff from. Come to find out, once I started purchasing him from him, he lives right around the corner. Oh, really? <laughs> but And I don't pay shipping anymore because it's 30 seconds to drive to pick it up. Yeah. But what's interesting is he goes to garage sales. He knows that he can sell Disney merchandise to people, especially older Disney merchandise, to people at a profit on eBay, and he's made it his hobby to go to secondhand stores, Goodwill, uh, garage That's sales, easy. and pick up. He said he only buys what he considers to be quality stuff, mm-hmm. but it's allowed him to cut back on his job. Yeah. Wow. In what he's doing, and he said, and I'm shopping for stuff I really like. I'm shopping for Disney merchandise, and he's created his own little niche yeah. business. Isn't that cool? In turning. Mm-hmm. Secondhand Disney stuff. We've got a bunch of it in our house. I bought four uh, glasses from when it was called the Disney's Polynesian Village from 1972. Wow! And I paid. Really cool. I decided when I saw them online that I had to have them, and I was going to pay anything for them. And that's how I found out. I said, you know, I understand you're in Florida. Are you within driving distance? And when we decided where we lived, I found out. It was because I didn't see want, him every day. <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't want the stuff to break. Yeah, but it's really interesting to me that he's decided that that's his that's his niche, and I think that's great. That's fantastic. That's like that show on TV, American Pickers. Anybody ever watched mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Oh my god, I love that show. These guys go out and are finding junk, what people consider junk, and they fix it up or whatever, and then they're reselling it and making huge profits on mm-hmm. this stuff. Sure. And you think about all the. All the different ways you can make money, and you it's right in front of you, and you don't even know it's there. And, you know, it, it is one 
and I, and I hate to put it like this because a lot of people are struggling in this economy, but it is one benefit of an economy like this is it does force people to start thinking about things differently. Yeah. And well, the other this thing- is why I this is why I said when the economy first started going south on us that Disney needed to really understand that this isn't a temporary thing. Uh, people are making lifestyle changes that are going to be long term now. The 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 extravagance of the past decade is gone. And I think we all need to accept that the extravagance of the last decade is gone. People it's, are it's not going to be financing their vacations on their credit cards. They're not going to be taking out equity loans. However, it's hard to see that when Disney builds a multi-million dollar housing community. Well, uh, but you know, how, how there are, are it is a, well, it, it, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate on that and say that that is aiming toward a very select segment of the population. I agree with you. I think it's definitely out of touch that you're building $6 million homes on Disney property, but there is a segment of the population that, that, will, will, do that will do that. And so I, I don't think they, that, that, that segment of the population should be ignored necessarily. I think the other thing that's interesting is the story I just told you speaks to when you told the story about starting the business. Mm-hmm. You said, find something you love and figure out it. how to make money at it. Yeah. Oprah says that all the time. Find what makes you happy and figure out how to make that your job. Yeah. And I think that's what people are doing. Finding that you enjoy shopping for Disney tchotchkes and then turning around and reselling them. Figure out what to do with it. Yeah. it that, that's, that's following something. That's finding what you enjoy doing. You know, if you enjoy garage sailing and you enjoy secondhand mm-hmm. stores and that's sort of on the hunt for the big get, that's a way to make some money. And sure. I think that's... That that's speaking to two things. That's supporting yourself and supporting your interest. Yeah. Excuse me. But the the whole thing about trying to make money, whether you're making trying to amass money for your trip or just to stay alive, you know, stay whatever your goal is. Whatever your goal. Well, is. Well, you know, another uh, another great tactic is, uh, you know, be married to someone who is going to put pressure on you if you overspend. I, I, lo- I take him. I take him. Shot Walter shopping with me, because I know if he's standing right there, I'm going to think three and four times about whether or not I really need to buy that. Whereas if I'm by myself, that whole thought process is different. Well, yeah, well, I, I think I, that's mine's different too. Because if Kelvin goes with me, which he very rarely does, if I buy something, then I'm going to think he thinks we got the money to buy what he wants too, and I don't want to spend the money in front of him. So I usually. <laughs> We have our, our new thing now is is that twisted wow. or what? Twisted. Our new thing now it's is reality. We're, buy, we're buying a house. It is what it is. I bought a song on iTunes the other day for ninety nine cents. You know we're buying a house. You can't buy ninety nine cents on a song on iTunes. But I could go out and spend four hundred dollars on something completely frivolous, but and you, that doesn't but matter. But you do that. I mean, it's so bizarre. I got. I have no money to spend on. Grace is. I'll go back to Grace on this one. She wants something. She wants it now. And if I don't give her the money for it, or I say no, we don't have the money. Well, you just went to the store and bought whatever. I used to do that to my parents all the time. We have power. We must have money for that. I said, yeah, but okay, we have power. (laughs) Come on, we don't need whatever it is you need at this moment. You can wait it out. I just want you to know that John and my lifestyle has changed. Also, Christmas this year, we agreed to. I'm going to be honest. We agreed to a hundred dollar budget. Christmas was a hundred dollars. Neither of us stuck to it, but we. But it was, we, nowhere near what but we we, it, was it was closer to one hundred and fifty that we each spent. But I want maybe even two hundred. But I want you to know that we also knew that with this new house, 
came a lot of expenses really right off the bat. And we decided we'd rather have a washer and dryer than stuff at Christmas. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it does change the way you start to look at things when you have a goal. Yeah. And it does also when you, when you start having children, the Christmas thing for each other, for us anyway, kind of went out the window because if you're on a budget, okay, let's buy for the kids. And then the birthday thing went out the window with my husband fighting and kicking the whole way when we stopped buying birthday gifts for each other. He still wants that that gift. And I'm okay with not the gift. I mean, don't I mean, the kids buy for you, quote unquote? Don't they get not, you? No, not real. I don't know. I'm waiting, Max. Max. <laughs> Max. Run out to the store. Max, go buy me something. No, I don't really. I mean, the weird little, like for my birthday, Stella made these hideous little pointy dunce caps for us all to wear. And we pinned them to our heads last night and she threw these giant one inch confetti pieces all over the house and sang me this beautiful little song she wrote. I mean, that was a wonderful birthday. Right. Gift, that's been you know? anything she could buy. Exactly. You know, but and you'll find that. Not really. You can find better stuff at Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you'll find that switches as you get older. Yeah. We find now I, my father, I don't, Want anything from him for yeah. anything, but I will get him stuff. Right. Same thing with your mom. Don't get us anything. Don't get us anything. But then you get something. Yeah. I right. mean, it, it depends on what stage of life you're in, right. and it also depends on what state where your money goes as how where what's important to you. Your priorities. What your priorities mm-hmm. are. So anyway, I've got many emails telling me that they love the discount segment because of the many ideas they're getting from it and how Good. in fact I had a birthday greeting this morning happy birthday we're eating out of the freezer because of you this week for your birthday I'm like okay cool <laughs> Teresa Teresa's also doing job security here oh. people love this segment what are they, they do snow cones are they chipping out of the ice <laughs> inside of their freezer I thought that was so cool it's like okay well she listened to one gnawing on the ice maker okay <laughs> this is the protective anyway, layer of ice I keep sending your ideas in because I think it's fascinating absolutely alright well thank you very much for that Teresa thanks everybody that is going to do it for our segment on discounts. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, be sure to hang around this week for our uh, d- uh, segment on the Disney Dream, uh, the launch of the Disney Dream. Very, very excited about that. Oh, can I say one more thing real quick? Real, real quick. Sure. If it's okay with you guys, I want to send these guys that I read T-shirts or something. Sure. Okay? Don't do it on the air. I want to say no. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say no. Man. Okay, that's all. Bye. All right. So, and also, uh, Dave Parfit's uh, interview with uh, running legend Jeff Galloway is also this week. So, uh, we hope you enjoy those things. Thanks very much for listening. And remember, everyone, stay out of the damn lakes, please. Bye. <laughs>